0: If you kind of really look at the the idea of reparations, it's it's not just for slavery. Uh, most people think that the idea of reparations is about reparations for slavery, but uh, the people that are actively involved in this this work trying to get reparations are talking about reparations not not just for slavery, but beyond slavery, uh, for the the, the, the lost uh, wages of Jim Crow segregation, where blacks were were not allowed to, to make money. Uh, many of these blacks were on on plantations that their families were formerly enslaved on uh, where they were sharecroppers and they were cheated out of money year after year after year. Uh, Reparations are due for those as well. But when you really look at it, and I don't think that Americans know enough about the impact that slavery had on the nation's economy. Uh, you know, we talk about the Industrial Revolution. The Industrial Revolution was driven by the free labor of these enslaved Africans throughout the Western Hemisphere. So the cotton that was grown and turned into textiles and, and sold across the Atlantic Ocean back and forth, uh, the money that was made by these companies was off of this free labor. They were able to get people to make the, pick the cotton for free, plant the cotton, pick the cotton for free, send it to these textile factories make tons of money making clothing off of it and all on the backs of these people who were working completely for free so the first um, attempt to even have a discussion about reparations being due was actually in the 1800s a, a young black man uh, wrote a document uh, saying that we need reparations for slavery uh, and so the, as, as these conversations have continued from that point forward uh, there is obviously justification for it. Uh, reparations is, is, is an old institution. People have been paying, paying reparations for thousands of years uh, for things that have done to different communities of people around the world. It's not a new concept. It's not something that's unheard of. Um, you know, the, the, Germany was forced to pay reparations, not after World War II, but after World War I, they were forced to pay reparations to all of these countries that they had attacked in World War I, and obviously after World War II, uh, the, the Jewish people who suffered at the Holocaust were asking for reparations from Germany. It was a long, long, hard fight to even have that discussion and to get any type of reparations. Those Japanese-Americans who were in internment camps during World War II fought, uh, and and, and many of them, until the last years of their life, never received any reparations. And they finally received reparations in the 1980s, but very small amounts of reparations. So this talk about reparations in, in, in whatever form it may take, uh, is, is, is debatable, uh, but my, my belief is this, is that it, it's, it's a worthwhile effort to talk about these, to open up the conversation about it, to have a national dialogue about it, obviously, because it brings out information that people are unaware of. One of the best books that's been written uh, on this subject uh, is a book called The Debt. This book talks about the debt that America owes to its black citizens. Uh, and it lays out in very, very clear language the economic history and the impact uh, and, and the amount of money that was made on the labor of these people uh, and the fact that their brethren, uh, you know, suffered and that their, their ancestors, uh, people like myself, should in some way be compensated for all of that that was taken from them uh, in addition to their labor but the, the physical and mental abuse that they had to suffer uh, as well.